It is Monday, October 14th, 2013, and you are listening to the only internet debate podcast on the internet, best of the best. My name is Andrew. I'm Mark. And it is a glorious, beautiful, beautiful Monday morning here in Los Angeles. Day yes, and date recording. Mark, uh, you had a busy weekend. I did. I'm really excited to hear about it. I went to the opera. You went to, to the opera. Not just any opera. A specific opera. Philip Glass's Einstein on the Beach. Sure. Uh, now, is it is that that's the name of the opera? It's not like you... No, it's just Einstein on the Beach. Right. And now, I'm saying like, you know, how you see Shakespeare in the park. Then it's not You're not seeing it at the beach. You saw it. <laughs> no, I saw it at the uh, Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. Yes. So, um, how was that? It was it was incredible. I've seen a lot of operas. I don't know about a lot of operas. I'm not really. In I've seen a lot of operas. Uh, I saw one performance of M Butterfly that was just atrocious. Yes, that's what you sound like. M Butterfly. I I actually haven't seen that one. Oh, it's it's really good. I've it's, seen it's many. Really yeah. I've seen many opera. You've seen many many an opera. Yeah. Yeah. And this was by far the most unique, mm-hmm. most creative. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as an experience, there's there's little to compare it to, really. Um how about Batman Life? Close second. Close second. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Two Batman Two Live. Two Batman Live. All right, good. I was I was worried there for a as second. As far as supporting the arts, really, you're not going to do much better than Batman, Batman Live. Live. No, I mean, <clears throat> why would you want to? I mean, it's got Batman Live has it literally has it all. Yeah. It's got the, the Batman. Batman. It's got uh, the Joker. Well, it has a you know, it's got sadness, pathos, Batman. I mean, it's it's got it all. Wirework. Yeah. A weird cg like batmobile racing sequence yes uh it's got a, a kid in the front row that wants to know where batman is well it's got guys in the back row that want to know where batman is yeah yeah right here yeah, these guys these guys um i mean i would second it only to watching professional wrestling at the staples center if you had to ask me you and i see a lot of a lot of performing a lot of performance arts. A lot of, a lot of solid performances yeah. at the Staples Center, yes. We hit the damn ref, Mark. Hit the oh, goddamn damn ref. ref. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a little over four hours long. Uh-huh. No intermission. Uh, no plot, exactly. Yeah, just sounds. A lot of sounds. Sounds and music and s- stage direction is creative, but... You don't really know what's going on. Yeah. It's meant to give you an impression yeah. of the man, Einstein. At the beach. Like, I think he actually ever makes it to the beach. What? Spoiler. Mark, I, I want to see him. I want to see Einstein like windsurfing, like well, uh, throwing, the, throwing the bee around. Einstein is represented by this violinist. Mm-hmm. And so you're watching the play and the... I don't know how to describe Philip Glass if you've never heard him, but it's a lot of repeating tones mm-hmm. and movements meant to symbolize, I I would think, the movement of or trying to solve math problems. 
sure i'm not sure i'm not sure what's intended whatever mm. my experience was my girlfriend asked me what i thought and i was like whatever i experienced probably wasn't what was intended well that's that's what art's all about Which Mark. might have been what was intended sure but you get through the first act, mm-hmm. which is uh, the train pulling up to the station, mm-hmm. and it's people walking back and forth. It's not exactly dance. I mean, it's movement. Mm-hmm. It's bodies in movement. And there's this chair with a light on it, and this person who's dressed vaguely like you would think Einstein was, like with the long hair and the suspenders sits in this chair with his violin and you're like oh here we go Mm -hmm. and then for about 20 minutes this person just sits there and you just want them to just rip shit insane into this violin like charlie charlie daniels band yeah Yeah, like they went down to georgia and it doesn't happen and it builds a lot of suspense you're like do it do it god damn it and then we break the we break the pattern or the orchestra does breaks the pattern of this repeated tone cycle and just goes nuts on the violin you're like yes smashes it on the floor just tosses into the audience plays plays a cello with a violin yeah 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 sounds great uh but it was it was absolutely incredible it was it was really fascinating and i did the math as far as far as expenses go Per minute, it was only a little more expensive than Gravity, because Gravity is only ninety minutes long, and that was twenty bucks to see. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw it in stunning three D. Yeah. Well, there's no other way to see it. Well, I mean, you're gonna see it again for the first time if you don't see it in three D. Yeah. Yeah, because you're gonna see it again. Now you got you got Gravity again. I got Gravity again. I saw it again, and it was awesome. What did Katie think? She loved it. She um, we were walking into the theater and she was like i'm really i'm really parched i'm really thirsty <laughs> so, I, so so you pulled out your flask and i uh, said oh, let me help you out there yeah uh no so she got a bottle of water at the concession stand and then we sat down and the movie started almost immediately as soon as our cheeks pancaked onto the chair mm-hmm. and then the movie was over and she realized that she had like been gripping her water bottle the whole time and had never opened it because it is an edge of your seat thrill it's ride. It's a thrill a minute. You pay for the whole seat. But you're only going to need the edge. Mark. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Is she going to get gravity again? Is that what's going to happen? Is she's going to take a friend? Everybody sees gravity twice. Yeah. You got to get gravity once and then you have to take a friend to get gravity again. It, I, it beat I out on... Captain Phillips this week at the box office. Second week it's, in a row. It's, it's a juggernaut. One. Yeah. It's a juggernaut. It's unlike anything else out there. Um, I've read, I don't know why, but I checked the negative reviews mm-hmm. on IMDb. I probably should have checked like youtube really meta what is it metacritic metacritic because those are go to rotten tomatoes but those are actually written by no no go to rotten Tomatoes. if you want professional critic reviews i want professional critic reviews that are negative go to rotten tomatoes rotten tomatoes well i went on imdb and just got user reviews yeah and they were incredible because there were two different types one was people who really love apollo 13 and think every other movie is shit. Yeah, this guy right here. And people who want to point out that they know about space more than you do. Mm. So they're like pointing out various inconsistencies or things that wouldn't be true. 
that happen. Yeah. And they're like, this movie fucking sucks. Like, if you're going to make a movie about space, you should do it right. For instance, we know she could have just done it. She could have just done it. Nobody cares. And I'm like, I think you missed It's kind of the, the point. point. It's not about... The, it's, it's pop science, but it's... It's, it's it no no also they could have set it underwater if they really wanted to doesn't it matter doesn't have to be space it's yeah. just it's we're nah. we're following her journey right it's, yes it was just it's a very limited view of the, to to really in, go oh, into the nuts and bolts of it there is also a third one there is also a third type of negative review and that was if you leave out the like great action sequences, which the whole movie is one action sequence, yes, and the special effects and okay. like Sandra Bullock's character, it's really just a shit movie. Like anybody who's smart knows uh, that you need a movie that has. And I was like, well, if you just leave out, it's, it's about the, it's the opening credits and it's the closing credits, right? At that point, yeah. Those, but it's it's this thing that's very common with internet reviewers where they're like, if you leave out the good stuff, it's pretty shitty. So it's pretty shitty. Yeah. It's kind of like the backlash against Inception. Yeah. And it's like, this, this movie's fucking bullshit because everyone likes it. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. So get, forward, get, get, get amped for that when Oscar season comes around so everyone can shit themselves over, you know what should have got nominated? Iron Man 3. It's not even the best special... You know, it's not even the best sci-fi movie that came out this year. That would be Escape from Tomorrowland. Uh, Maybe right, you heard everyone? of it? Am no, right? you didn't. Did anyone even see Escape Plan? Ugh. Which you and I keep confusing Escape Plan for prisoners. I feel like they should be the same movie, right? One I, should just lead into the other. I'm hoping that... Um, you know, it would be a fun experiment. Uh, if we ever find a movie theater that is showing both movies at the same time, mm-hmm. you and I should go up to the ticket counter and say, we should both say, I want a ticket for prisoners. And yeah. you say you want a ticket for prisoners. And we'll see if either one of us gets tickets to the movie we actually want to see. <laughs> I'd say no. Cause I feel like they'd look in, they'd look at me and they'd be like, I feel like this guy wants the, he wants the other one. He wants the other one. Yeah. Yeah. But you, they'd be like, no problem, sir. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> You're in there with your honk of your horny t-shirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just ready. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, I need I need to see some people yeah. get, get imprisoned. And escaping. Let's do it. Come on, man. Prison, please. <laughs> one, one prison, please. All right. Well, that's exciting. Um, well, we had a busy week last week, actually, as well, Mark, because uh, you and I took a little trip. Yeah, took a trip with some friends of ours to America's playground. To America's playground. That's right, Las Vegas. Yes, the see the setting for the upcoming blockbuster feature, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. We visited Las Vegas, which is our topic this week. I feel like they the painted best. themselves into a corner with that title. Because what if there's a sequel? Yeah, Laster Vegas, La- lasting Vegas, still Las Vegas. Yeah. Leaving Las Vegas. Las Vegas's. Yeah. Viva Las Vegas. Oh, I guess they didn't. We're coming up with a lot of things. Yeah, they could. there's a lot of outs here. Anyway, um, Mark, this is Best of the Best. We're talking about Las Vegas. A lot of stuff that's on at, at stake here. Mm-hmm. Our first to 500 series. Yes. Mark, $25 
Wendy's gift card. Yes. Available to the winner of the series that is going on right now as I'm speaking this very instant. Yes. And very special second prize. What is that prize, Andrew? A lifetime supply of those silica gel packets that you get in your shoes <laughs> when you buy a new pair of shoes. To, to combat moisture. Yes. So think about it, Mark. You know, if you want to keep your shoe, oh, you know, you could you can put them in every single pair of shoes you got. It's keep, true. Keep them all fresh. Yeah. And that's a lifetime supply. That's uh, that's something. And when I say lifetime supply, as many as you want. None of this like you only no get, caveat bullshit. You, no, you. I only call get someone a, up two a month. You say I need silica. I need a big pack of silica gel yeah. packets. Guy shows up in a truck, dumps them out on your front lawn, and then you just go and get them. Huh. However many you need. Wow. Forever and ever. That is until you die. That might be one of our best prizes. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, you, you could you can dry anything you want. I wouldn't even need a dryer anymore. No, I would just, just wash line, my clothes. Line a loom, room with them. Throw all your wet clothes in there. Come back twenty minutes later. They're dry yeah. as a bone. Nothing. Yeah. Bone dry. You got like flooding in your basement or something? Just throw a couple of those down there. I got something for this. No problem. No problem. Don't even need a sub pump anymore. Just nope. throw them down there and watch watch the moisture go away. If you ever dropped one of those in the ocean, we'd be we'd be screwed. We'd be fucked. They're not allowed. You're not allowed to bring them around the, the Great Lakes. Yeah, because they'll just suck them. They'll just suck the whole thing right up. It's it's uh, it's actually pretty incredible the science behind it. But uh, you know whatever whatever you need, Mark, need it whatever you need moisture wicked from, then here is your answer. I'd want to you get a shirt made of them. Could kill someone by putting it in their mouth. Yeah, they'll they would, turn into uh, turn into a skeleton like in uh, the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Last Crusade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both they'll just bleed from the eyes like that one guy. Aww. Yeah, but uh, Mark, we're talking about Last Vegas, and uh, to uh, kick us off, we have a very special coin here that you purchased at a very special location. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think of Vegas? When you think of last there's Vegas. There's one lo- location that you think of. That's the Hoover Dam. Yes. Where we went. Yeah. Uh, on the front of this, we have a picture of an Indian. The Paute, Paute, Paute Indians of Southern Nevada. He looks very, uh, very stoic. Mm-hmm. Non back, we have a beautiful picture, beautiful depiction of the Hoover Dam, along with the Pat Tillman Bridge running overhead. I will say that the Indian is heads, Tillman Bridge is tails. Go ahead and call it the air, Mark. Here we go. Heads. It is heads. All right. Mark, it is heads. So that means you get to decide if you want to kick or receive on our first category here at Last Vegas. Uh, we are talking, Mark, about the best monument to human ingenuity. Best monument. Best to human monument to human ingenuity. ingenuity. Kick or receive, Mark. I'm gonna kick. He's gonna kick. Mark, the Vegas itself, last Vegas itself, is a A city in the desert. I mean The city it, itself is an achievement. It, it's an achievement as 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 uh as great as, as one can think that you're literally driving. Mm-hmm. There is nothing around. Just You pass the outlet mall. The, the outlet mall, there's deserts, uh, there's that one place with a roller coaster, there's like a Denny's, mm-hmm. Jean, Prim, 
Uh, you just keep going, but then you just drive, and then the city just rises out of the out of the horizon. Yeah. This uh, this diamond in the rough. Because if you keep driving, you can drive through the city, and then it's just nothing but desert. desert There's again. nothing around. Yeah. There's nothing around to really support this city. So the fact that it's a, the standing oasis where you know you can you can spend three hundred dollars on a, on a piece of steak. Sure, <laughs> why not? Why not? Fuck it. You can do anything you want, but inside that oasis, there is an even better piece of human ingenuity. What's that? I think we, and we just mentioned it a second ago. That is the Hoover Dam. Yes. Yeah. This dam took four years to complete and thousands of lives lost. I'm Mm going to say millions. I'm going to say. Do we know the numbers? I, I, I'm tempted to say million. I'm pretty sure that more lives were lost on the Hoover Dam than there were on Gettysburg. Yeah. And uh, let, me, let me check the math here. Yes, that's correct. I'm going to say that's correct. Well, it was over a four-year period. Uh, well, Gettysburg was a few, days. a few days. That's, I mean, if we're talking per hour deaths, I mean, I think Hoover still has a few. Right. But that's, but, uh, you know, it, it's a close second. Yeah. Anyway, this dam provides electricity to six separate states there is a it's just it's this it it spans two states Mm -hmm. you got nevada time you got nevada time on the left arizona time got arizona time on the right and you know you know what they say about arizona time something lewd yeah you don't you don't have to uh you don't have to register the rifle over there oh yeah um, I feel like I had a, I had a more risque joke that I told you at the dam when we visited. I forget what it was though. Something I, I, I feel can't. like I feel like I would have remembered if you said something funny. Ouch. I'm just gonna, let me just go ahead and just <laughs> grab my gun. I'm gonna get in my car here and just take a, take a drive. But the Hoover Dam, Mark, it's this beautiful piece of 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 human ingenuity that we yeah. were able to put this thing together to dam up a river to get electricity from it in the 30s uh we were and in what it is is we just didn't have anything better to do we were in between wars it's like being in between seasons of hell's kitchen yeah what else are you gonna do what else are you gonna do but build the dam right i mean that's that's what we should be doing right now mark is building a dam while we're waiting for work so um, we're in between wars. The Public Works Act is in effect. Here we are just putting, putting all of our Americans to work and building this beautiful... From nearly every state. Yeah. A worker came. Yeah, because it took that many hands to build this thing. And to be lodged forever under <laughs> cement. Permanently encased yeah. inside concrete. Yes, 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 Mark. We need those bodies. That's that is kind of the the groundwork of the, you know what do you think we have down there rebar no, no. Human, human bones, bones. yes the strongest <laughs> come on man so I say the Hoover Dam Hoover Dam best best monument to human ingenuity I'm talking about Las Vegas mm-hmm. your pick Mark Andrew my pick is also the Hoover Dam oh my god I oh mean, my god really, I never would have thought it really when you talk about Great achievements, things that must be seen before you die. The Hoover Dam is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. It's holding back. What's the uh, what's the what's the lake that it creates? 
um, Lake Mead, right? Lake Mead. Yeah. Lake Mead built. I mean, that's that's the thing. A dam is one thing. Yeah. But the water being held is a whole nother thing. Yeah. And, and that's uh, also created by the dam. Well, we also we visited the we visited the dam, and uh, the shockingly enough, it was open during the the, the government You're shutdown. Right. You're goddamn right. If uh, if you listen to this sometime in the future, our government is currently shut down. Yeah. We cannot come to an agreement on the budget. So um, the uh, the dam is still open for visitors, but Lake Mead is not. Yeah. That is in that is part of a national park park recreation area. So that was closed, but uh, the dam was open. And as it sh- as well as it should have been, because mm-hmm. should always be, yeah. Closing that down would be a national tragedy. Yeah, screw going to the Washington Monument. If they shut the Hoover Dam down, they would need to set up like another monument to remember the day when they shut the Hoover Dam down. Yes, like with a reflecting pool that you just stand by and you think, God, how just did that happen? Filled with the tears of all the people that weren't yeah. able to visit the Hoover Dam for a few days. Because you walk it, you walk the length of it, you go through Nevada time, you it go through Arizona time. Gigantic. It's gigantic. That's huge. the other thing. You don't you don't appreciate don't how big you, it is. I don't think you realize how big it is. Yeah. You look down the side, you realize. Uh, oh my God. James Bond bungee jumped off this thing. It's crazy. It would have been nuts. Yeah. Now, uh, one of the, one of the big appeals. This is a personal appeal. This is why I. This is specifically why I think it's the best. Mm-hmm. Um. We, ne- we never took family trips to these types of things, to like Hoover Dam mm-hmm. or Yosemite State Park, the way that I understand people used to. Um, well, I feel like that was kind of like a thing to do in like the 50s, right? In the 60s that like you just get a station wagon, you go to a place. I feel like families still do that. I didn't really. We went to like amusement parks. Yeah. Like... Um, I feel like we went to we once we went to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, which is hmm. the place of Dollywood. We didn't actually go to Dollywood. You we just were went in to Pigeon Tennessee. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, uh, or like Cedar Point, yeah. or Geauga Lake, or Six Flags. Or, you know, I think at one, I think one point we went to Myrtle Beach. Oh, but uh, we didn't. It's not like we were. We loaded up the car and we went to. Um, the Grand Canyon, but yeah. again, I feel like yeah, it's still it's it's a thing that you probably could should it's, do. I feel like it's a thing that happens. Yes, I remember when I lived in New York. Whenever I would go near the Statue of Liberty or the um, what is it? Uh, Empire State. Building. The Empire State Building. There would always be very obvious tourist groups mm-hmm. and families that were just just gonna go and fucking learn about America. All right, kid. I just fucking deal with it all right you'll thank me in the future all right i work 51 weeks out of the year that's my time i want to see the goddamn thing from ghostbusters 2 <laughs> come to life yes to your Bash love your, yes your love lifting me higher and higher by jackie, jackie wilson. wilson yes god damn it no i will not buy you a pretzel they're 18 dollars. but that's um but you didn't take. We didn't do you those. Didn't do, you didn't do any vacations when you were younger. I, we would go to like family members. Like we would go to my grandmother's or my cousins. Not even Disneyland. Not as a vacation. I guess because we're so close to Disneyland. Like we would go. You going to Disneyland when you live in Southern California is like. It's 
it's not really a vacation. It's you you go there for mm-hmm. a few hours and then you come back. Okay. So whereas if, I think if I lived somewhere else, visiting Disneyland, visiting Disneyland means going to a hotel for the night or two nights, going to Disneyland in the morning, sprinting around, being all excited. No, I was I was jaded on Disneyland. I guess as a <laughs> smoking a cigarette, eight years old, yeah, this fucking place, bullshit. It's not what it used to be. Fucking sword. No one ever is gonna pull it out. It's, just you know, it's flick it's it. It's all about corruption, man. Right into a little kid's eye. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember voting for Mayor of Main Street USA. That's mm-hmm. for fucking sure. Yeah, recount. Fucking bullshit, man. Yeah, like I'm in a Herman Cain ad. Stamp out a butt and then just walk away. Some kid tells you to pick it up. You just spit right in his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So going to the Hoover Dam. Hoover, though. Going to the Hoover Dam. I, you 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 imagine a time when there were so many more Hoover Dams. That people would go to, roaming the, the countryside. You the know, railroads had to shut down Hoover dams. We ex- we we almost made the Hoover dams extinct. Yeah, because we would we would kill them for their precious bones and their their skins. Yeah, so we would wear the we would wear the concrete like yeah. uh, like robes, but we would just discard the rest. Right. You know, I feel like. The Pilute Indians here on the coin. I think here, that's what they're commemorating. That they used every part of the Hoover Dam. And the Hoover Dams, of course, had a uh, like a symbiotic relationship with the Pat Tillman bridges. Yes, that littered this country. The Tillman bridges oversaw the the dams. The dams served as uh, shade and comfort for the yeah. Pat Tillman bridges of of the world of you the know? Pa- of the of Ro- like a bygone roaming, era, roaming the um, the southwest of the United States. But to go and see the only remaining Hoover Dam, that's something. That is something. That is something. And anybody could just, you know, it's one thing to just fly out to Vegas and spend all your money on whores and drugs. Mm-hmm. But to to say, you know what, we did it. We did it, everybody. We did it. We, we built. Something incredible out here in the desert, and let's all just take a moment and think about it. Mm-hmm. And maybe my little brat kid could just shut up for twenty minutes. And if not, and be in awe. If not, you can always. I mean, that's why you have Arizona time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything yeah. goes. <laughs> anything goes. It's his fucking wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. The movie starring Will Smith, Will Smith and, and Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein, who is also in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. That's he has a beard. So, Mark, I feel like we tied on that one. I mean, we're in agreement. We, who, is, we who is more correct? I feel like generally. We're, we're just as correct as each other. So it's a complete tie. It's a push. All right. It's a push. We have to go to the on. next one. This, this one's worth double now. Mark, we're talking about Las Vegas. So we're talking about the best Las Vegas. La- I'm sorry. Excuse me. The best Las Vegas time sink. So the thing to put all your time and effort into. Oh. To kill all your time yeah. there in Las Vegas. I went first in that first round, which means you go first in the second round. Best Las Vegas time sink. Andrew, amongst the glitz and the glamour, amongst mm. the money and the prostitutes and the drugs. So many prostitutes. And all of the so drugs. So many drugs. All the free booze. So many prostitutes. There is a little place that reminds you of what it means to be in Vegas. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. That is, of course, the Pinball Hall of Fame located right there off of East Tropicana. Isn't yes. It? on uh, I think it's on Paradise, right? Yeah. 
It's a little slice of paradise. It is. It is paradise. There is a, uh, for those who don't know, there is a small office park, I would guess, or it's more of a strip mall, really, Mm -hmm. with a little little building that's not very large at all, maybe the size of a, a, it's, it's smaller than a Chuck E. Cheese, I would say. It's a uh, it's a pretty uh, fair it's a nice it's, size it's a nice size building, but it's it's a, it's a essentially a nondescript building. Yeah, except for a big yellow and black sign. Big yellow and black sign you drive by that just screams the letters "Pinball Hall, Hall of, Fame. of Fame." Inside of which they have really old pinball machines. Yeah, take a guess what's in there. Pinball machines. Yeah, all the pinball machines you could possibly ever imagine. Yeah, lined up shoulder to shoulder. Adams Family. Uh, illusion of magic. Uh, the weird circus circus one that was thirty-two thousand dollars to make, I think. Two million. Two million to make. Two million to make. Wow. They only made two, and that was one of them right yeah. there. Um, yeah, all your favorites. That Simpsons one... bowling. Yes, that one that uh, that held your ball and was used a lot of magnets. Oh, um, Royal Rumble Orbiter. Yeah. So yeah, the the whole the building is just just a monument to pinball, and you walk in, and it's just this all just bells and ringing, just clanging. And yeah. So yeah, this place is um, it's pretty neat. It's it's cool if you're into pinball. I don't know a lot about pinball. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see much of a difference between any of them. Honestly, like people would be like, oh, I want to play the Indiana Jones one. And I would watch them play the Indiana Jones one. And then I would say, this seems exactly like the every other one, mm-hmm. every other single one. But I found that it was nice to play these older machines from like the 50s and the 60s. Their pace was a little more leisurely. Mm-hmm. And I found I was a lot better at those. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one... There's like a Playboy one, I remember, that I was okay at. But that was probably only from the 80s. Uh, but the really old ones were like the somewhat racist yes. uh, Lone Ranger one. That yeah. one that one I was pretty good at. Yeah. At being racist. Yeah. Yeah. You generally just, it just would ask you, you know, come up with the best slurs. For for the engines. Yeah. yeah. So you just started rattling All right. Them off. Here we go. Here we go. Gling, gling, yeah. gling. Got the high score. Didn't even need my second ball. Yep. So, Mark, you say the Pinball Hall of Fame, the best Las Vegas time sink. Yeah. Once you once you get done playing one thing, there's always another great machine to play and check the action on. Mm-hmm. The tilt. Sure. The play field. Yeah. The flippers. The Curtis play field. Yep. Mark, the best Las Vegas time sink is the Pinball Hall of Fame. Now, um... I think it's the best time sink because not only um, not only can you spend a ton of time there, but you don't have to necessarily spend a ton of money. Yeah. Like, five bucks will... Most of the machines you can play for a quarter. The older ones you can play for a quarter, and then the mid ones are like 50 cents, and then the newer ones are 75 cents. So yeah. The ones... Like Tron, I think, was a buck or 75 cents or something like that. But you really only want to play it once. You want to play, you know, you want to play as many as you can, but um, you just go and you, you just have a pocket full of quarters and just wander around and, you know, whatever 
whatever's gonna suit your needs. Guess I'll do the Gilligan's Island one. Yeah, doing this one. Now I'm gonna do this one. And um, you know, in most arcades, um, you might have a handful of choices. You know, have to play like I don't know, run and gun or yeah. hit, you know, metal slug. And that's all they got. But like. In terms of pinball, this place is—it's got every taste that you could possibly imagine. It was easily more pinball machines than I have ever seen in my whole life, cumulatively. Yeah, all was right there, all collected in one room. And the thing they had is, the Johnny Mnemonic. Yes, they had uh, several Jurassic Park machines. They had a—they had—I think they had every Terminator. Probably, yeah. Um, and the interesting thing about this place is that they also curate it. It's more of a yeah. museum than anything else where you go in and every single one has a card next to it that kind of explains the backstory of these machines. Yeah. A where they were written f- card. Where they were found. Several spelling errors on a lot of these. Um, a lot but of, it's a lot of curse words as well. It's it's it is interesting though because a lot of these machines, you know, it's you have these pieces of this these pieces of machinery that have gotten use like aren't just kind of like hold away socked away somewhere they're not like some kind of classic car yeah like you know these things were put in you know bars and arcades and in restaurants and and saw wear and tear on them but yet somehow found their way to this building and, the, yeah and here you are playing this piece of machinery that you know, is 60, 70 years old in some cases. Yeah. And, um, I think it's, I think it's really neat. Like it, it, the fact that this thing exists, a, and it's in last Vegas, B, you don't have to spend a ton of money. It's one of the only places in Vegas where, where you, you don't have to spend. really don't have to spend a ton of money. Cause it's, it's sometimes it's just interesting to walk around and just watch these machines. Now you said that you don't understand that every single one is the same. Like, in my mind, each of those machines is like a, like a baseball field. Like, if you go to Dodger Stadium or you go to... Da, 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 da. Yeah. Da, da, da. We're getting so close to that riot, Mark. We're really looking We're forward really to looking a riot. We're really looking forward to the riot when the Dodgers either win or lose in their bid to go to the World Series this yeah. year. Um, if you go to Dodger Stadium or you go to the ballpark in Arlington... Like they have four bases, they have baselines, grass, great, yeah, grass in infield, a pitcher's mound. But there's so many different corners and and lays of the land, and um, you know, just just the location also tends to determine like how well a ball will travel, yeah. and um, you know, where you should be aiming. And I think pinball is the same way where. Certain machines, in terms of their layout, get get higher praise than than other ones uh, because you know it's just it's just it's it's some it's, are crammed with more stuff. That's the thing. That's the thing. Some have a ton of stuff in them and that can crowd the play field, and some are a little sparse. But it's just it's uh, the thing that I think a lot of people appreciate in pinball is that there is a physical element to it. Yeah. That you are literally in control of a physical object that is moving inside the play field. Mm-hmm. It's not like a video game where it's this image on a screen and you're using a controller and it's, you know, you're it's it's this um, representation of movement. This yeah. is literal movement that you are 
you know, blocking this ball and you're trying to keep it in play as long as you can. Yeah. And then the bells and the whistles and all sorts of stuff like that. But there's like the fact that like there is a physicality to it. I think re- people really appreciate. And I think that's why I appreciate the older machines more than the newer ones, because with the older machines, like there are physical bells in this thing. There are physical. Yeah. Yes. You hit and a, a hammer has to physically strike a ringer. And that, that's what you hear as opposed to an electronic you know, speaker box where you hit a button and then it plays a sound effect that sounds like a bell. And the fact Bond. that James Bond. Yeah, yeah. There's the golden eye machine that sounded like the voice card was <laughs> damaged pretty bad. Yeah, or the yeah, there's a video of that big mouth Billy Bass that uh, it's got low batteries and when it turns to start singing Horrifying. it starts going yeah. crazy. So I appreciate the fact that there's uh, there's a really interesting documentary called um Special When Lit. That is all about um, pinball, and I'm pretty sure they probably filmed some scenes at the Pinball Hall of Fame there in so. Las Vegas. But found it was odd that there wasn't like a all-time top score board at the Pinball Hall machine. of Fame. Well, part of the issue, part of the thing that's happened in years past, especially with newer machines, is the the scores have become so inflated. Yeah. That like because you know with with pinball it's it's all about you know getting to thirty five million points or something and you get a free play. The knocker comes down, you hear it go you know thump this thing that you hear this noise in the machine and you know that you've locked a a, a free play out of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, now hundreds of millions of points like you know the points don't mean anything. So you can you can make that number as large as you want. And so a lot of the newer machines have these huge inflated scores that are like, you know, you break 200 million and it's like, eh, whoopty fucking do. Yeah. But the the really older ones, like the the ones from the 50s, it's it's you know you're getting, I, I think the highest I got on one was like 5,000 points. Yeah. Yeah. You made it onto the uh, the day's top score on one machine. I did. Didn't you? I did. I uh, I was playing the uh, the one of the bowling ones uh, called Spares and Strikes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got third, third for the day, and uh, I left my mark. Typed in the initials ASS, yeah. as any red-blooded American would do. Yeah. So, if you go to the Pinball Hall of Fame there in Las Vegas and you see ass <laughs> looking back at you, yeah, don't you know? You, no. You can try and beat the score, but you're not going to. Yeah. It's all. It's, it's all me, baby. It's all me. Uh, so I guess that's another tie. I guess that's another tie. It's another push. It's another push, which is interesting. So this means winner takes all. Winner take all. Here in this last mystery topic mm-hmm. regarding Las Vegas. Mark, when I was at the Pinball Hall of Fame, I was... Uh, amid the noises. Amid the, the dings. The sweaty smell. The, the whistling, the pretty much 99% dude that was there. I think there was, I think I saw one, one woman. We went there twice, and so we saw one woman One the woman time. the whole time. Uh... I was entering my initials on another machine. With your ass. With my ass. Uh, the, the proprietor was frowning upon it, and I said, look, man, I'm just making my mark. I'm a winner. Yeah. So I was spelling ass with my ass, and um, the demo screen came up, and it displayed what I believe was the final topic here on, on episode 84, Best of the Best. And that is the best moment you realize that you're in las vegas and that moment is not when you see someone spelling the word ass with their ass on a pinball machine or uh when you buy your ticket to las vegas on november 1st (laughs) yes 
seeing it for the first time again in 3D. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not then. But so the best moment you realize you're in Las Vegas. Mark, go ahead and call in the air. Here we go. Heads. It is heads. Kick or receive, Mark. I'm ready. He's ready to go. Mark, the best moment you realize that you're in Las Vegas. Andrew. Yeah. We stayed at a hotel called the Silver the Seven. The Silver Sevens. The beautiful Silver Sevens. Formerly Las Terribles. Vegas, Nevada. Formerly known as Terribles Casino and, and Hotel there yeah. in, in Las Vegas. Uh, there's a, there used to be a big picture of a cowboy. Mm-hmm. I think he was a sheriff, actually, but he was like wearing a cowboy hat Probably. on the on the big sign. And now they've they've kind of tried to steer away from the connotation that they are terrible. terrible. But it's the name of the company that owns it. But it is still terrible. It's pretty terrible. Uh, cheap rooms. Cheap, cheap rooms. It's awful it's food. Serviceable, Mark. I will just say it's serviceable. It's the a buffet. place to, ra- to lay your head. Five dollar breakfast buffet. Which was bad. Which was really bad, yes. And the lunch buffet wasn't too good either. No. It was not good. Um, I mean, it's no Sonic Burger. But, no. But uh, what is, really? It's very few things. Sonic Burger. That's what is. Uh, but you're on the gaming floor, which is a little small and packed with some of the most unattractive people I've seen in my life. Uh, now, Mark, I was... Um, I, I I take offense to that because mainly you were looking at me and staring at you when you were walking through the floor. No, there was there was the uh, the you know the the cocktail waitresses and the dealers all looked all looked like they had lived the same life <laughs> of cigarettes, yeah. and booze, yeah. and premature aging, mm-hmm. and they all had odd body shapes. Well, you know, when you win in roulette and you tip somebody, you tip the dealer $4 and he announces that. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> now I get the burrito. And, now I, and then you give him another dollar. You give him a buck. He says, oh, boy, sour cream. Sour cream. <laughs> so true, though. It rings so, so true. true. Um, so odd looking, odd looking, looking, the dregs. The dregs of Vegas. Mark, you told me when we were there that you were playing a game of whether it was a... Uh, you would be driving around and people walking in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, and you you were you mentally were deciding: is that a drunk tourist? No, is that a drunk local mm-hmm. or a high tourist? Yeah, because uh, if you've Ge- never if you've never been to Las Vegas, you generally you generally walk around and you see people having a good time on the street, but most most of the time you see. People just aimlessly walking, don't just really know where they around. are. Just something is driving them forward. You don't know what. Yeah. But uh, um, this trip to Las Vegas, we saw a lot of that at the Silver Sevens. Um, but the moment when the, I knew the best moment you knew you were in Las Vegas, I was in Las Vegas. Las Vegas was seeing Robert De Niro's performance. I saw a man. Um. An older older man. Yeah. He looked to be in his 40s, which means he's probably 32. Sure. Uh, what time was it? Maybe 9 o'clock? Just about 9 o'clock, on, 9 a, o'clock. On, a, on a Wednesday. And he was puking violently yes. for over a minute yes. into an ashtray. Yes. So a lot of bl- backsplash. Yep. A lot of just getting everywhere. Vomit. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like bleh. 
No, he was he was singing for the fence. It was, was, he was, he was like a fire hose had been blasted onto this uh, this ashtray, mm-hmm. and that was when you know that was when you say I am in I'm in Las Vegas. I'm in Las Vegas. Yeah, not Las Vegas. Uh, this is Las Vegas. This is where I'm at. Yeah, uh, and the fact that he kept it up. Yeah, he kept puking for about a minute he'd puke and then he'd stop and puke again all liquid yeah no no food in it just all liquid all booze yeah good pick mark yeah good pick mark the best on the casino floor yeah this wasn't in an alley no there's a bathroom nearby this is just this is around yeah mark the best the, the the um best moment you realize you're in las vegas is when you're watching a man vomit into an ashtray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite part of this experience was uh, the fact that I think we were the only ones that noticed this was happening. We seemed to be. That this man, like any other place when you see a guy just, just fucking losing his lunch. Yeah. Into not a trash can. Again, it's when we, we also, when we say ashtray, we're not saying like a one of those little glass. plastic ones. We're saying the, um, the, you know the top of a you, there's like a you know you have a trash can and on the top of the trash can there's usually like sand or gravel gravel where you you know, put your butts into so so that you don't catch the trash can on fire so this guy was vomiting on top I, I guess maybe he was hoping the was sand just, would soak it up he was or, puking onto a lid and um, any other place you see someone vomiting that heavily and hard into a, anything someone's gonna walk by and say hey buddy you all right yeah you okay. Literally, we were the only ones that noticed. Everybody else just seemed to be going on their their uh, day-to-day activities. If they noticed, you, you weren't going to tell. They were just, uh, all right, let's, I'm just trying to spin and win here. Yeah. Just I don't, I don't need anything else. I don't this need guy. to know what's going on with that guy. This guy's, this guy's bad mojo is going to rub off on me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, watching this guy just fucking vomit over and over and over again. I think is the is the best moment you realize you're in Las Vegas because here you are in this and you're in a you're on the casino floor. Mm-hmm. You're, there's somewhat nice dressed people around, I guess. <laughs> Mark shaking his head very violently. No, 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 no there no. were not. Um, all right, so we were the best dressed people there, I guess. Yeah, in t-shirts and slacks. Yeah. Um, everyone else, I think we're wearing pajama bottoms and no shirts. Uh, <laughs> and we asked, uh, where, where's your room at? And they said, room, I'm here. <laughs> this is, I got, I got places to be Yeah. watching. So this man is just vomiting, vomiting, vomiting. And, uh, this is, I, and it's a Wednesday too. Wednesday at nine. Like if this were Saturday at two in the morning or something like that, again, well, I mean, maybe you'd understand. Well, that's that's the the other thing is if you you're gonna see people throwing up in Vegas, sure. But if you're on the strip on the weekend, it's gonna be nineteen year old girls who are out with their sorority sisters or guys with their bachelor parties who are having too much fun at yeah. like two a.m. Mm-hmm. But if you're at the Silver Sevens on a Wednesday, <laughs> it is. A like the, it's the depressed like the, man. Bellagio Fountain Show. It's it's uh, it's on it's nine o'clock on the dot every Wednesday. This guy <laughs> at shows the up. trash can by the door. Yes, by the front door. You're gonna see this 
sad, 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 sad tale man. of what living in Las Vegas does to you. That Las Vegas really is Las Vegas. <laughs> well, you hope this is my Las Vegas. Like, I feel like afterwards that guy said, never again. This as, will be my last Vegas. As he's drinking. <laughs> as, Not as doing that an, again. As he has another glass of uh, vodka. Yeah. Yeah. D- d- turpentine, I assume. <laughs> yes. Formaldehyde. <laughs> so, Mark, I, I think I think that's another push, to yeah. be quite honest, because we both describe pretty much the pretty same much the exact same thing. That's watching this sad man vomit into an ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> Nine o'clock on a Wednesday, <laughs> pretty accurately sums up our experience. Sums up Las Vegas. Yeah, that and the Hoover Dam. The Hoover Dam and the Pinball Hall of Fame. If you're wondering what it's like to go to Las Vegas with Mark and Andrew, just imagine, just, imagine, imagine just going to the saddest places in the world. Aside from the Hoover Dam. Well, the Hoover Dam is, a, is, a, is triumph. a triumph, but uh, people are saying, well, didn't didn't you go to like, I don't know. Caesar's Palace or the bars, the clubs, somewhere, yeah, some somewhere fun. You dopes. Yeah, <laughs> we, we went, went somewhere fun. In the Hall of Fame, <laughs> I think we mentioned. Fame. What that. do you want from me? Christ, Jesus. Uh, we also we spent uh, a lot of money on steak. That was pretty good. That was yeah. That was delicious. Well, that was the funny part. Was we go from we go from the Silver Sevens, the Silver Sevens, maybe half a mile up the street, not even. Yeah. And here we are at the lap of luxury at the Paris, Paris Casino. At Gordon Ramsay Steak. And everybody is instantly much better looking. Everybody. Everything just feels... The people on the gaming floor are better looking. Everything is cleaner. Yeah. The service staff seemed... They they actually pretended to care that we were there. Mm-hmm. Whereas... Silver Sevens was just Silver a Sevens. belabored look and... Sit wherever you want, you want. fucking I don't give a shit. Who cares? Yeah. 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 And then you, but you pay for that. That's the thing, Mark. We paid a lot for that muffler. We paid so much for that muffler. You know where we did not pay a lot for that muffler? Anywhere else. Silver Sevens. Anywhere else, That's where we didn't pay a lot for that muffler. Yeah. And that shouldn't, I said before, that should be on the sign. Welcome to the Silver (laughs) Sevens Casino. You're going to pay a lot for this muffler (laughs) here. You're not going to pay a lot. You think you're going to. You're not going to pay a lot for this muffler. So that takes us. That's a tie. That's a tie. It's a tie. Uh, it's us. Double double points next spin, yeah, I guess. Yeah. We'll decide. Uh, you know, we'll we'll just in the, in the tradition of Las Vegas, we're going to let it ride, let it ride, let it ride, and then vomit into this into this ashtray. That's wow. I, I feel like I feel like now if I go back to Las Vegas, mm-hmm. assuming this wasn't my last Vegas. This this time. Hopefully, the next they, time is my last Vegas. My thoughts on that movie is either they all die <laughs> or they blow up the city. Because how else can you say it's Las Vegas, right? No, it's it, the implication is that they're old and they're never going to go to Vegas again, right? Sure. Yeah. But neither none of the actors are that old. Like none of them are on. They're on. They're not on death's doorstep. But yeah. They're old. They're old. They're older. Yeah, they're old guys. But assuming that this isn't my last Vegas, right? I'm going to feel really disappointed if I don't see another man vomiting into an ashtray. No. Like it really at 9 o'clock. Yes, I at 9 like it'll be like 8:50 on a Wednesday and I'll be getting antsy cuz I'll be like looking around yeah. and I don't really see anyone ill. Yeah. Especially if I'm staying at some place that isn't the Silver Sevens. Like let's say let's say we did stay at Paris. Yeah. Like, 
you're not going to see that. You're not going to see any any uh, um, inkling of a Las Vegas there at Paris yeah. Casino and Hotel. So maybe I'll have to be that guy. You might. Oh, maybe that's how it works. That yes, you become the Las Vegas. Now I <laughs> no. become Las Vegas. Yes. Things we talk about a lot. <laughs> Oppenheimer, <laughs> Stanley Kubrick. Well, I mean, if somebody's film. if somebody's gonna do it, and it now might, it might as well be you, right? Las Vegas. Yeah, you might as well give it to the universe. Yeah, it, somebody needs it because yeah. there will be somebody that watches you that thinks nobody else notices that you are performing in Las Vegas. Yeah, and then they say, "Well, this is my Las Vegas." Watching the sad man vomit into an ashtray at the Ellis Island Casino, or <laughs> that place is a dump too. That place is a big dump. So we're gonna stay there next time, Mark. Probably. So get excited. I don't think every time I go to Vegas, I say I'm not going to there again. But like the last, like when we went five years ago. Yeah, you said I was never like, again. I don't think I need to do this again. But we had a good time this time. We did. Yeah, because we didn't do. But I don't the, think I need to do that again. You don't want to go back to the Hoover Dam? Maybe. You didn't go to the Valley of Fire. You missed out on a big opportunity to go into the Valley of Fire. It's my vacation, man. If I wake up and I say, oh, guess what? I don't want to do this. I am not going to do it. Yeah, but it's a beautiful state park. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't have the right shoes. Oh, for God's sake. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Best of the Best. Um, if you'd like to comment on this wonderful episode where, you know, is it, next time we'll just bring pictures. We'll just show, show you our vacation <laughs> photos. I got, a, I got like a, a Kodak uh, slideshow over here. Uh, now, this is me in front of the Moai heads. Um, as you can see, my... Guy taking the picture got his thumb in there, but I still feel like I needed to uh, to, to show this on the slide. Uh, next, next slide, please. Um, I don't remember when this was taken, but as you can see, the luau looked just delicious. I mean that that pig on the table looked great. Next slide, please. Uh, now this is a hula dancer. It's a little out of focus, so I'm going to explain what we're seeing here. Andrew. And uh, yeah. where can people find us on you the can, internet? You can find us, as, again, it's another thing that you <laughs> want to know, at theflickeringbox.wordpress.com. If you'd like to comment on this episode or past episodes, you can do that at the website, or you can email us at botbpodcast at gmail.com. And you can always subscribe to us on iTunes or listen to us via Stitcher. 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 Which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. Again, all this information and more and more. And the photos that I took of my beautiful Hawaiian vacation it was so, oh, Mark, just so beautiful. The sunsets. People, people just know how to live over there. I mean, that's the thing. And, and we, didn't, we didn't necessarily leave the resort, but again, it was just beautiful. I assume that's what all Hawaiians live like. All that and more at the flickering box at wordpress.com. Mark, anything else? Nope. Next slide, please. Now, this is an interesting story. Uh, we met up with these these families from Wisconsin, and we they said you have to go and try this very ethnic place called Trader Joe's. 